0: It's time for Sports Time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. The first hour of Sports Time is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Stats-Norsworthy and Bryant Dakis.
1: Welcome in to Sports Time. Bryant Dakis. with you. No Brett Norsworthy today. No Brett Norsworthy for the rest of... The year now in rest of 2023 he'll be back 2024. Yes, he's taking some much needed uh, time off. Obviously, he's been you know grinding with Ole yeah. Miss and uh, you know all their games. Their season uh, winding down. Their bowl game next Saturday. So he's taking these uh, these two weeks off. Uh, give or take a couple of days, but he'll be back to start 2024. Johnny Hill with me. He's uh, usually the producer for the show. He's producing still, uh, but also helping me out a little bit. I'm um, yeah. talking, co-hosting. Johnny, how are you today?
2: Man, I'm feeling great, man. And like you said, uh, Brett has some much-needed time mm-hmm. off, man. He deserved it. He works extremely hard, yep. man. But I'm excited, man. Them Tigers.
1: We got a lot to talk about today, Johnny. Um, what a what a night last night for the city of Memphis. I mean, you started off. I mean, both these games were thirty minutes apart. Yes, they were. You had Tigers versus Virginia, twenty three versus twenty two at mm-hmm. FedEx Forum, um, and then right after that, you had John ja Morant's return. Um, Pelicans versus Grizzlies down in New Orleans, and you know, I think I think yesterday, obviously this show, and then I'm also with. Uh, John Harden yes. from 11 to 1. And I think the sentiment around the entire station was let's beat Virginia.
2: Yeah, yeah. Let's John beat Morant
1: play well against the Pelicans, play well. and it's a good night. Maybe split, maybe Tigers win, Grizzlies lose, lose, but make yeah. it competitive, and it's a good day, right?
2: Yes, it would have been a good day because I. Brian, I actually had that happen. I said, man, John Moran probably going to get, like, 20 points. Mm-hmm. But he did more than that.
1: <laughs> he did a little bit more than that. It was a uh, a perfect night for Memphis basketball. The Tigers handle business. I mean, handle business. Johnny, we were at um, – Brett was nice enough um, to take us out to Ruth's Chris. Yes. Um, one of our, our friends over at Ruth's Chris who are with us every Monday afternoon um, for our Ruth's Chris Monday Night Football um Uh, pick and preview, we went out to uh, Ruth's Chris last night to celebrate Christmas. Yes, we did. um, And where we were sitting, first off, unbelievable dinner last night. Come on, man. It was delicious. I mean, we had appetizers, regular meal. We even got dessert. Man. um, And it it was all unbelievable. It was amazing. And we talked, Johnny... on Mondays when we're doing our Roos Chris segment and, and Brett talks about Roos Chris a lot, um, and it always talks about that that plate comes out sizzling did. And, and it's hot. <laughs> Johnny, our server could wouldn't give me my plate I because seen it. <laughs> it was still sizzling. It was so hot. It was so um, hot. And he and, and, and he said it was um you know, there was, you know. Things were, were jumping off the plate because it was it was sizzling so much, but uh, it was really good dinner. But we were there last night, um, and uh, it was it was a great night. Man. It, it, it really was. But my seat was the only seat that yeah could you see the only one could have seen the television. Yeah, you the only one could see seen. And I um I was watching the the you know whole game pretty much while we were talking, and I uh, went back and watched it you know where I could really focus on it last night um, when I got home after the Grizzlies game was over. And at one point, I looked at you and Brett, and I said, "I don't mean to, to alarm y'all." The Tigers are by like twenty points.
2: You said that. You said that. <laughs> and I I I'm like, sitting down. And I'm like, "Oh my goodness!"
1: The Tigers are up by twenty points. It was an unbelievable showing for this Tigers team. And, and, and Johnny, I'll be honest. Um, I don't want to call myself a penny doubter because I don't. I don't think. I ever got to the point of doubting Penny Hardaway? I don't as think you.
2: I don't think you doubt him. I don't think you doubt him. I don't
1: think. Well, you doubt. I'm talking about last year, yeah, and previous years to now, yeah. But I think there is a realistic expectation mm-hmm. that you have to have when. Any type of coach yeah. goes from the high school ranks to college. Yes. There's a learning yes, curve. I, I agree with that. There's a process. I agree with that. You're around a lot of coaches, yes. Johnny, with, with the football program. Yes. And a lot of those position coaches come from high schools yes, or, or they come do. from smaller schools, and there's a learning curve there. And so, you know, and then some of the things we've seen, you know, trying to figure out how to make a roster and yes. this kind of shift in college basketball of instead of going – freshman heavy if you can get all the five stars you know now you want to have older guys yes he,
2: he brought a lot of vets right to the, and so the squad. you
1: started seeing that change last year
2: brought yeah. in a lot of he veteran guys a lot of
1: older experienced guys. Kendrick Keontae Kennedy yes. from UTEP um, uh, he brought in a handful of other guys um, to that roster last year and so you know You saw it last year. But then this year, you knew last year coming in, a lot of older guys. You were going to graduate a lot of guys. Um, uh, Of course, the way basketball works, you're probably going to have a couple of guys transfer. And that's exactly what happened. And you look up at the end of the season last year, and everyone's gone.
2: Everybody was gone.
1: I mean, there was a time where DeAndre was... Still in the air.
2: Yeah, he was in the air. Um, Nobody knew what was going to happen with him.
1: Right, but the only person on the team that was on the team last year... Was Penny's son, Jaden? yeah, he was the only one. And so you're you're thinking to yourself, I mean, how is this going to work? How are how are you going to have all of the you know you're going to have to bring in so many players? How's this going to work? Yeah. And he goes out and he attacks the transfer portal the, at a um, high level that we shouldn't be surprised at because it's Penny Hardaway and we've seen what he's done um, recruiting high school players. Yeah. And so you would think and getting Kendrick last year. I mean, people forget Kendrick was a lot of people considered the top. Uh, transfer in, in all of college basketball last yes, year, he was. and so um, he goes out, he loads up, and you start seeing this team play, and you go, "Wow, this team is this team yeah, is good. They this can team, be something. This team is really talented." And then you have those two games, Villanova, mm-hmm. which was the third game in a tournament, yeah. which hard to do. You know, when it, you play three games in three straight yeah. days, um, it's different. You lose that game, you really get blown out in that game, and then the next game against Ole Miss, yeah, you lose. After a week off, you lose. Um, so now you've lost two games in a row, yes. and you're going,
0: okay, What's going on? you know,
1: it's uh, all right. Let's 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 bounce back. Then you go to VCU, and Johnny, I don't know if you remember that game, but that game was a little scary at times. It,
2: it was a little scary. I was a, a little nervous for this. It was a little nervous know, It made for, you a little nervous for the. Tiger bankroll, I had the Memphis Tigers winning. But it was it was tight down the stretch, man. There was a lot of things I was a little up in the air about. But, man, them Tigers, they they, they, they really shocked me, man. They shocked me.
1: Yeah, and so, you know, you, they, you win that game against VCU. And I remember coming in the next day, and there were a lot of people kind of questioning this team. They were. That was the first game without Jordan Brown. Um, we're still on the
2: search for him, by the man, way. And we're
1: still, you know, get well soon, Jordan Brown. Um, but, you know, that was the first game without him. And so, you know, it was like, okay, well, maybe you start having some concern for this team. And especially looking ahead, top 25 ranked Texas A&M, top 25 ranked Clemson, top mm-hmm. 25 ranked Virginia. This could get tough.
2: Yeah, this can be a tough schedule, man.
1: But what does this team do? They go down to College Station, an extremely tough place to play at, beat Texas A&M. Talk about it. Come back home. Close game, back and forth game, got a little game. scary at the end. Beat Clemson at home. And then last night, what they did to Virginia, a 77 to 54 victory over the man. number 22nd ranked team in the country. Tony Bennett, their head coach, I view as a top five head coach. He's an elite coach. Basketball. He's very elite He's coach. He's an
2: elite coach, man. He's
1: a great head coach. And you go in there, and, and I saw, I could mouth. Something to the extent after the game, Tony Bennett and and Penny Hardaway, there was a it was weird. The ball went out of bounds or something. There was only like three seconds left. The game was all obviously over. Both coaches, you know, wanted to be done with it. And Tony Bennett and Penny Hardaway are meeting at center court, and the rest basically tell them like, "Hey, we, we still got you know a couple seconds left on the yeah. clock." Um, and so they're just they're just chatting with each other. And uh, Tony Bennett, I could you can mouth out something. Uh, uh, to the extent of you have an unbelievable team, yeah, um, and there was for, a lot
2: of respect there
1: for a guy like Tony Bennett to say that. That 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 means a lot. I mean, that's a really really good coach that's been around a lot of good teams himself and have played um, a lot of really really good teams. But looking um, at who did what last night, I mean, I mean, who jumped off David Jones again? I mean, how much can you say about this guy? He is unbelievable. He's
2: amazing, man. I,
1: I had high hopes for him before the season just because. Um, Come from St. John's. Yes. Before that, um, you, you played at DePaul. Yeah. So you just played at two Big East schools, and I think there's a toughness you have to have to play in the Big East. Mm-hmm. Um and a lot of those games are tough and back and forth, close games. You've got to be a tough player. Um they can get physical, you know, you gotta be a tough player to play in, in the Big East. And so I was I was excited about David Jones. Uh, but I didn't I don't think I expected what he's doing right now.
2: Brian he is an elite scorer, man. Oh yeah, absolutely, Brian. He will li- literally give it to you any way you want it. Mm-hmm. There were times in last night game, man. I went back and look at it. He was he was posting up, post fade, mm-hmm. in the cool. lane. He getting layups and he can shoot the three ball, yeah. man. There's there's literally anything he can do on the court. Yep. Yeah. That's NBA. He got NBA talent, man. Yeah, oh, he do.
1: no, no, no. He do, man. No doubt about That's it. That's amazing. Um, he is a a really, really good player, a really fun player to watch. And, and especially early in that game last night, um, there were a lot of times where he's on the court and the Tigers go on a eight nothing run or you know yeah. a ten two run and and they're playing really really good and they look like by far the better team out there. And then Dave Jones got to come out. He needs a break. He played twenty eight minutes last night. Yeah. Pull them out, and here comes Virginia. And Virginia they went on the make, run. It, they kind of make it close, and, and they make it a game. J- David Jones comes back out there, and they go on another big run. and, and um, So David Jones is the guy on this team. He's the guy. I mean, very the clearly the guy on this team. I thought Caleb Mills played well. He did. Um, off the bench with 11 points. I saw there was one play um, that I saw last night, and then I, I went back. Um, or I, I was on uh, Twitter this morning, I think, and saw it. I think the um, – Tiger basketball Twitter page posted mm-hmm. it, but there was a play that Penny drew up um, out of uh, on on an inbounds inbounds under the basket, and um, basically Caleb Mills, you've got guys stacked on the inbounds, and uh, he runs around and then comes back in between two guys. Yeah. And I mean it's wide open under the basket and for an easy two. It was a beautifully drawn up play. And I think that's a big thing, uh, Johnny, when you look at the process yeah. of Penny Hardaway Man. and him as a head coach, is these plays that he's drawing up, and a big part of it is the guys that are running the plays.
2: But but Brian, they got none but veterans on exactly. that, and they've been in that moment. And let's talk about this. We talked you talked a little bit about Caleb. One thing about Caleb, he wanted to come off the bench mm-hmm. for the Tigers, so that just shows you the unselfishness of this team. Yeah, and we have unselfish vets like that. This team can literally go far.
1: No, they can go. They can go the, very far. The
2: sky's the limit for this team.
1: Well, and that's what we. That's what I've been saying, um, really, all season about this team is when you look top to bottom. Last night, your starting lineup was David Jones, Javon Quinterly, Malcolm Dandridge, Jaquan Walton, um, and Nick I Should say. Uh, uh, Walton coming back into the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. There had been what two or three games where he was coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. Now back in the starting lineup last night. But you look at who's coming off the bench. You've got Caleb Mills coming off the bench. You You've Caleb? got um, Nick Jourdain, who I think you know when you just if you just look at a box score and you look at Nick Jourdain, it's eh, it's nothing special. But he does a lot of really good things for this team. He do
2: a lot of the grimy work. man. He does.
1: He does in the front court. He does a lot of really good things. I think Ashton Hardaway. If you can get him going, that would be a nice piece off the bench. Jalen Young. Mm-hmm. Uh, was one for five last night. Okay. Off the bench, but he had one play in the second half that I think was one of the difference makers in that okay. game.
2: Go there.
1: I don't remember how much they were leading by, but they had a good, a decent lead. A deep, maybe maybe deep. they're up twelve points or something like that. I mean, they they were up by double digits, and. One of Virginia's players is dribbling around midcourt, just kind of lackadaisical, mm-hmm. and he comes right around him, behind him, pokes the ball free, steals it, and goes down and dunks it. And that play right there was the by far. I, I don't want to call it a momentum swinger because mm-hmm. Memphis had ahead. the momentum, but that pushed the momentum. I mean, that you could the see, you could see yeah. the entire building knew okay. This game is ours. The the players knew it on the bench. I mean they were jumping off the energy. It was an energy boost that the Tigers needed mm-hmm. in that second half um, that he brought off. And so when you look and say, oh, he's one for five, you know, three rebounds, nothing much other than that. That play was huge uh, in that game last night. So I mean this team's deep. This team's got a lot of players that I think can, can give you some minutes. And then when you look at well, you know, you can bring you know Caleb Mills has been coming off the bench. Yes, you can bring you know, you can put Ashton in the starting lineup and bring Jaquan Walton off the bench. You know, you can you can mix and match and I think that's the biggest thing I, you know, Dave Walosian has talked about this for a couple of weeks because I've heard a lot of people saying, well, what's wrong with Jaquan Walton? He's not shooting the ball well. He's not doing this. Yeah. We assumed he was going to come in and be a 20 plus point guy every night. And, cause you remember, you remember before the season started, that was kind of the, that was the argument uh, yeah. of who's going to be the guy from emphasis. Is it going to be Jaquan Walton? Is it going to be, um, David, David Jones? Jones? Yep. And, uh, Dave has been saying for a couple of weeks now because now it's been oh well what's wrong with him what's wrong with him and Dave has been saying well he's just accepting a new role.
2: Yeah, I think that's the case too. He's just getting used to his new role, mm-hmm. you know. And when you have a lot of vets on this team mm-hmm. you have for for championship level teams, I think like I believe this team can be Everybody needs to accept the role, and yep. it's just taking time. A lot of these guys sure. are starters. so, sure. so oh, with, yeah. So, like, when you get guys like that, it just takes a little time for everybody well, to adjust. And that's the
1: toughest part about it is when you, you know, we talk about one ball, and, you know, mm-hmm. you're bringing all of these high-level players from, you know, schools where they were, you know, the star of their of their team. And, you know, you can go back, and there have been – a couple of players on past Penny Hardaway teams that would not accept coming off the bench. Yeah. They would not accept being second fiddle. They would not accept, um, you know, maybe being the second or third scoring option. Um, and it seems like these guys are accepting of that. These yeah. guys are are fine with that. And let's not forget, Johnny, you're about to add Naquan Tomlin to this Come roster. On. Um, People he, not seeing the bigger picture. Yeah, he was out <laughs> on the court. Um, Yesterday before the game, a couple hours before, getting some work in. And, uh, I, you know, people have asked me, you know, is that going to hurt chemistry? Is that going to hurt anything? And I really don't think so. I think this team um, is is so I – mean, I think there's so much chemistry yeah, with this they, team they right glue. now mm-hmm. that I think they're excited to add another guy like that. I think they're excited to, to add Naquan Tomlin. And I think they see, hey, here's our ceiling right now. You know, it's it's very high right now. Yeah. Now what if we add this guy? you know now it's through the roof of what yeah. we can do this year and, and i really liked what malcolm dandridge said after the game he was talking to the media um in the post-game press conference and he was saying a lot of things of man you know this feels like family this is my favorite you know team i've played on That's great. um since coming here uh he wants this to be memphis's team he wants this identity to, to be like it's the city's uh team and that everyone can get behind it and it's hard not to be able to get behind a, a team that has won three straight games over top 25 programs. First time um, it's happened since 2008. Yeah, 2008. Um, the, the team that went all the way to the national championship uh, did it in the NCAA tournament. Um, this is the first time ever it's happened in the regular season.
2: And that just, man, I'm just saying, man, that just shows you the coach how it how it's just changing Mm -hmm. around him man like like hearing stuff like that come from malcolm man that's that's great to hear because that just shows how how some of the vets who've been there for a long time feel man yeah
1: and And malcolm's been playing well malcolm's been playing really well good man last night he gave you 21 minutes nine points eight rebounds which is huge two assists um three steals for malcolm last night and uh you know this is a guy that has really struggled, and yes. uh, you know, since getting to Memphis, has not been healthy. Mm-hmm. Since uh, getting to Memphis, and now seems to be finally healthy. Um, and this is a guy that you know entered the transfer portal. He did. And, he and, did do that. You know, I really didn't think. That he was going to come back, you know, he was taking visits. I think he was up at Western uh, Western Kentucky at one point. He was. Um, St. Louis, he took a visit to. I really didn't think he was going to come back, uh, but to be able to get him back and, and the way he has been producing has been uh, really, really big this season. So it was a big win. Um, we didn't even get to what they did defensively. Um, they were awesome defensively. Held oh. um, held uh, Virginia. Who vir- first off Virginia is the team that comes in is the in vir- is the defensive um, powerhouse. As a defensive team. Yeah. Mem- this defense looked better than virginia i mean they i did. mean they you know they made it difficult all night for virginia and and you saw it on the you know on the faces of those virginia players they weren't they ready for nothing. that um, they got worn down throughout that game um, this defense you know we've we've talked about it there's been some games where you know the defense hadn't looked like what we thought it would be but they've got some long athletic players um, but the defense for the tigers held virginia to 39% mm. from the field 21% From three, so they. I mean, just an unbelievable game from the Tigers last night. We'll talk more Tigers um, a little bit later in the show. Next segment's going to be all Grizzlies and what they did last night. Uh, But the text line wide open. Um, Give us your thoughts. What did you think of last night, Grizzlies or Tigers uh, or anything else? National signing day. We haven't even talked about that. We're going to talk a lot lot about uh, national signing day during what's trending at five thirty. The Tigers have had an unbelievable day Mm -hmm. um, in both just high school recruiting and also. So the transfer portal, um, a ton to get to with that. So text line wide open, uh, 901-360-8255. Text us, um, let us know your thoughts on really anything um, that has happened over the last 24 hours. We're going to try to get to as much of it as we can. But let me set up today's show before we get to top and not top story of the day. Like I mentioned, uh, we've talked a lot of Tigers in this first segment. So uh, our 3.30 segment, it's going to be all Grizzlies. John Morant returned last night. the Grizzlies pick up a win over the Pelicans in his first game back. And he had a, a, a game winning buzzer beater to end it. So we'll talk about Grizz. We'll talk about, uh, John Morant and what they did last night against the Pelicans. 445. We might get back into Tiger Talk, um, about the, their win over, um, Virginia last night. But I also want to talk a little bit about the UTSA Marshall Bowl game last night. Um, a really fun game. UTSA ends up winning it. Um, they covered. We got another cover. We had a group block yesterday in our bowl picks. Um, uh, but I, I also want to talk about why do we not have a bowl game tonight? I don't understand it.
2: I don't know either, man.
1: (laughs) It's a Wednesday night.
2: Nothing's going on. (laughs)
1: Nothing's – I mean, a really good slate of college basketball tonight. Yeah. Um, Which John said maybe they're just, you know, keeping it open for college basketball. Which I guess so, maybe. That makes a little Um, sense, I guess. But you're not playing a game tonight. You're playing one game tomorrow night, and you're going to go up against Thursday Night Football like I don't that don't make sense. I don't I don't get it. But you know, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um in the show about 345 we'll talk Bulls We'll talk Tigers um, It'll be a good time 4 o'clock David Cohn uh, the co-host of Crane and Company will join us To talk college football a ton To get to in college football We've got Bulls we've got the transfer portal We've got National Signing Day a lot going on Today um, and we'll talk about all of it With David Cohn at 4 o'clock 430 we'll take a look at some of these bowl and NFL lines For the remainder of the week and into the weekend An unbelievable slate of NFL this weekend. Let me remind you, um, we're going to have all the coverage this weekend um, of all of these games. Um, I'll give you exactly what games we're doing later when we talk about these lines. Um, but we've got you covered Saturday, Sunday, even Monday on Christmas. We're going to have um, a lot of NFL action. For you, 445, we'll get to big number of the day. 5 o'clock, Kevin Sweeney from CBB Central and Sports Illustrated will join us to talk college basketball. 530, Wit to What's Trending, where we really talk uh, about. What's happened today in uh, national signing day and really what the Tigers have put together so far uh, today, a massive class um, with a lot of big-time transfers and uh, recruits out of high school in JUCO. 545 forty-five. will wrap up today's show like we always do with Taco Bell crunch time. But let me remind you, we're in our family leisure studios where family and fun come together. It's time for Family Leisure's Christmas Sale. Excellent deals on pool tables, shuffle boards, and saunas. Are you tired and sore from the shopping? Check out our huge in-stock selection of hot tubs and massage chairs. Surprise your kids with new arcade, game table or play gyms. Gifts for the whole family to enjoy and also on sale. Theater seating, outdoor kitchens and grills, patio furniture and and fire pits. Merry Christmas from their family to yours at Family Leisure, twenty one twenty Witten Road, just north of I forty. Let's go ahead and get to top story of the day.
0: Top story of the day. Well,
1: my top story of the day is what happened out here at FedEx Forum. How about that? We spent this whole segment talking about the Tigers and their yeah. way, and that's huge. That's massive. Honestly, my top and not top story today are both pretty even. Okay, okay, I like But you. what Ja Morant did last night Come on, in man. his first game back for the Grizzlies was nothing short of amazing. I said it yesterday, and I've been saying it um, for uh, you know a couple of days as we've built back up to him returning of it might take him a little bit of time. You know Who knows how long does it take him a quarter to like, yeah. really get that feel back? Does it take him a half to get that feel back? Does it take a game or two? Y- yeah. It took a half. It took a half. That first half, he was okay. You know, it was, you know, you could see he's trying to get back into it. He's trying to feel it. That second half was unbelievable. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was unbelievable. Thirty-four points for him. Twelve for twenty-four from the th- uh, from the field. Also made ten free throws. Um, uh, did go over five from three. Yeah. But, but he's that's never been a, three point, a good three-point yeah. shooter. Yeah. Twenty-four points, uh, six rebounds, eight assists, two steals, and a block for Ja Morant. And really, late in the game, the Grizzlies are trying to come back. You know, they they ended up getting their first lead late in the fourth quarter, since like thirty-one thirty in the first or second quarter. Mm-hmm. And Ja Morant just takes over three straight possessions that he puts points on the board to give to, to really win the game for the Grizzlies. In that last possession, the Grizzlies go and they. Uh, or, excuse me, the Pelicans go down and just kind of throw up a three and missed it. Yeah. John ja Morant gets the rebound, and Taylor Jenkins immediately calls timeout. Timeout, timeout, timeout. Yeah, timeout. let's set it
2: up. And
1: you can see Josh ja starts jumping because he wanted to just go straight to the basket um, and score. And, you know, they get in, they talk about it, um, and uh, they. Decide, all right, Jaw. It's still going to be you. You're going to do it. And um, the move he hits, getting up, um, you know, he, he kind of splits a couple defenders in the air and and gets the layup to fall. Um, kind of cool. I bet people have been pointing out that the the shot happened at 9:01, which obviously is the area. How this? So you know that that's cool. But John ja Morant was unbelievable last night. Um, we got some uh, some text coming in. Uh, I love that Jaw won the game on the buzzer beater, but I would have liked to see. Some overtime and won a little cash on over under bet. Uh, that's from Alfred. Hey, I mean, when that money's in yeah. there, when the money's involved, I mean, that means a lot. But it was, it was a huge debut. Uh, Jaws back already, unstoppable in his debut. Another text said, uh, salute to Morant hitting the game winner last night and making his home debut tomorrow night will be fun. It sure will be. Cause they're back." Tomorrow night yes. uh, for his home debut it was an awesome game, and John Morant was certainly the the storyline. But uh, Jaron had twenty four points and six rebounds, which was fun. Desmond uh, had twenty one, Desmond had twenty one and four assists, and really Vince Williams. I've really enjoyed watching. Vince Williams. I enjoy Williams. watching them you know, too. He's not going to jump off with you know twenty points nah. or anything like that, but nine points, seven rebounds, three assists, um, and a block. Really, you know, I, that's all I really need from you, and 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 that's better than what some of the other guys are yeah, doing on this yeah, team. It
2: is, and oh, uh, my top story is just like you, Brian. That is what sports is all about. John Morant coming off his suspension yeah. and coming and just getting the game winner. Mm-hmm. If if you gave that that script to anyone in Hollywood, <laughs> man, <laughs> they said they say that is fake, man. But this man, John Morant, man, that was just amazing what he did, man, and. I just loved it. I love mm-hmm. every second of it and the redemption. And then he came back. I know you've seen this too, Brian. He was leaving the arena. Uh-huh. He talked about he, he, he remember everything. He kept, kept receipts, receipts yeah. of everybody. Yeah, I, I love it. That is what sports is all mm-hmm. about, man.
0: Not top story of the day. Well,
1: my not top story of the day, it's got to be what we've talked about uh, to start the show. It's The Tigers win over Virginia last night. Uh, what I've heard was a great environment last night. I wasn't able to make it uh, down to FedEx Forum, but everyone I talked to said it was another really, really good environment. The crowd was into it, and clearly the Tigers were into it because uh, they, they jumped all over Virginia early. Yeah. Um, they, they had a uh, an early lead and then... Here comes Virginia. We knew it was going to be close. I I was texting with my, uh, with one of my buddies that lives in Oklahoma City. Um, he works with the Thunder sales department. Um, and we were texting back and forth about the game. And I was like, this is, this is incredible. I mean, I did not see the Tigers going up this big early in the game. And he was like, yeah, this is crazy. And then he texted me back, um, a couple minutes later when Virginia started making their first kind of run and was like, uh oh, here we go. Yeah. So, so, look, we knew this was going to happen. Virginia's a good team. We yeah, knew they that are. this was going to be a close game. They are. But the fact that the, the Tigers. Kept that foot on the gas, scored 39 points in the second half and limited Virginia to only 22 points in the second half. Was nothing short of remarkable. The Tigers uh, now 9-2 and on the season. Next game against Ver- uh, Vanderbilt on Saturday. We'll talk to Kevin about Vanderbilt. They lost last night to Western Carolina. Then you've got Austin Peay. So um, very likely that the Tigers inter-conference play with an 11-2 and record. And I would think... Um, Nothing short of top 15 in the AP pool.
2: Man, that's amazing. My not top story is I'm transitioning from basketball and I'm going to go into football. Please. The NFL Pro Bowl, man. Mm. They released their events. They did. And, man, they got kick-tack-toe and Mm. dodgeball and they playing Madden and stuff like that. I'm a little disappointed, Brian. I I am a little disappointed. The thing I I really want, and I think everybody want to watch is the race Mm -hmm. we want to see who's really the fastest man who's the fastest man in the nfl man and that that's just a little thing i wish they could have added to it yeah
1: well and and maybe we can talk a little more at length about this later in the show because we don't have much time um but i have kind of a love hate relationship for these new kind of you know mini games you know (laughs) that they're trying to do at the pro bowl i think it's I think there's a lot of people who are like why are we doing this this is this is dumb whatever Um, but also I think it's cool because you know football is the one sport where you're you don't see these guys faces when they play they're all wearing helmets when they play Um, and so and I think any sport would is better with this but you know when they're playing these games they're all mic'd up they're all you know wearing mics they're talking to them yada 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 I think it's fun I think it you know gives fans an opportunity to you know kind of get a connection with these players mm-hmm. and and you know just see them having fun. So I think there's pros and cons to it. I think yes, it's fun. Is. Really, it's the Pro Bowl. Who cares? I mean, they're having fun. That is true. Um, if they don't want to go do it, they don't have to. Um, that is a thing, too. So, you do,
2: do not have to participate. Yeah, I mean, you, don't,
1: you don't have to go to the Pro Bowl if you want. Um, I don't know how many people are going to say, yeah, I'll turn down a Pro Bowl invite. But you know, now that they're, you know, how the Pro Bowl actual game is turned and stuff like that, I mean, we make... It's,
2: it's a t- more can, two-hand yeah, touch type of game. Yeah, we
1: can could, we could maybe see some people do that, but uh, it is interesting. I did see that earlier today. But that will do it for top and not top story of the day. We're late for a break. We're having so much fun this afternoon talking about everything that's happened. Grizzlies win. Tigers win. It's been a lot of fun. Continue uh, hitting up that text line, um, 901-360-8255. Love to know what everyone thought about these two games last night. But let's get to a break. When we come back, we'll talk about the Grizzlies and their win last night over the Pelicans.
0: Start your day with Sports 56 Mornings with Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10, right here on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now back to Sports Time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Stats-Norsworthy and Bryant Dacus. Mm.
1: Welcome back into Sports Time. Bryant and Johnny Hill with you this afternoon, our family leisure studios. We talked a lot about the Tigers and their win last night over Virginia, but we got to talk about the Grizzlies, what they did last night on TNT, no less. Yes, they did. Um, nationally televised, it's obviously been planned out uh, months in advance because uh, this was going to be the game that Ja Morant made his season debut. We saw Ja, we saw him enter the, the, the arena with him and Derrick Rose came in together. Yes. And, uh, you know, then it was, it was game time and, you know, kind of started off. You saw him kind of, you know, trying to get back into that actual, you know, like I was saying yesterday, you can practice as much as you want. You, you can run five-on-fives even at practice. Uh, but there's something different to an actual game. Yeah, and uh, and you know that. I mean, it takes time. When, I know football is different, but I mean, you can run against the scout team all you want. You can run against, uh, you know, you can do one on ones all day. Yeah, but when you step up against a different player on a different team,
2: and it's it, different. Get real. it get real. It gets
1: real, and it's completely yeah. different. And so, um, you, know, I, I knew there would be a little bit of. Time he needed and, and only really needed a half because he jumped out in that second half, um, looked unbelievable. And it's really, I think, everything Grizzlies fans could have hoped for in Game 1.
2: Yes, and I was very excited. Mm-hmm. Brian, one thing about it is, man, I said, you know what, job probably going to get like 20 points, like I yeah. was saying. But how aggressive he was. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't care, man. And even the shots. Yeah. We mentioned uh, he went old from 5 from for, 3. From 3,
1: episode. But
2: But I feel like as time go on and he really get his legs, mm-hmm. he going to make some of them shots, man. Yeah. But the point, the fact that he was aggressive coming out, that's a big positive for the Grizzlies. For man.
1: sure. Absolutely. And so, uh, you know, I, I knew he would be aggressive because, you know, he's been... Sitting at his house for all of these games, you know he can't go. He couldn't be in the building for any of these games, and so he's sitting at his house or at a restaurant or something, watching his team play. And he's just sitting there, going, "You know, I want to be out there. When can yeah. I be out there? I got to get out there." And so I knew that he's going to come out and be super aggressive. He, he was ready, uh, and we saw it and, it. and it was it was just fun to have him back. You know, I one of my my buddy that I was talking about earlier that that is in um, Oklahoma City. He texted me and said, I think I'm having more fun watching John Morant in his first game back than I than I was watching the Tigers beat Virginia. And I think a lot of people had that same sentiment yeah. almost because we've been waiting.
2: We've been waiting for this. For that.
1: And to actually see him come back, to see him catch his stride in game one, um, to see him put the team on his back. And... You know, it, it was fun to watch. It really was fun to watch and, and, and see him finish that game. Um, and now they come home against a, a good, um, fun, uh, tough, young Pacers team. Yes. And, and uh, it's going to be a tough game.
2: And, of course, as a competitor, you as a competitor, you already know John Moran been hearing mm-hmm. how Tyrese Hallibur's better than him yep. and all that noise and everything like that. So I, I'm just ready to see that matchup, man. Yep. I'm excited to see how he's going to come and receive the crowd is going to be electric in the FedEx form. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, one thing I'm interested to see, and maybe maybe we'll get more of an idea about this as time goes on, maybe not, um, but I am curious um, because the Grizzlies, one of their biggest problems this season, has been rebounding.
2: Yes, it has. Um, it has. And
1: it's really been an issue. And John Morant can rebound the ball. He had six rebounds last night. Do I think he's going to get six rebounds every game? Oh, Probably basically. not. But um, he's a he's a decent rebound. He's a high flyer. He goes in there and, and you know is a is a, a big leaper and, and can go and grab rebounds. But they out rebounded New Orleans last night, forty two to thirty nine. Um, I'm just curious how what does the rebounding look like going forward now that you have Job? Because it's not a question. Having John Morant back is is huge. It helps a lot. Yes. But what's going to happen when you're playing teams that have Loaded front courts that have big front courts, and you're still losing rebounding battles. Will mm. John Morant, will one, having John Morant back as a scoring option, as an offensive weapon, be able to outmatch your rebounding issues? Mm. And two, can you rely on some guys who are maybe who were maybe focusing too much on trying to score with Ja Morant out Mm -hmm. to be able to focus a little bit less on scoring and focus more on rebounding.
2: Yes, and uh, I think it's probably going to be more of the people going to stop, focus on scoring, and put most of that load on Ja, Desmond, Mm -hmm. and it's just going to distribute like that. But, Brian, one thing about it that that you noticed, I know you noticed because you watched the game, man, the presence of John Morant, mm. man.
1: That's huge. That,
2: the presence. Like, everybody runs harder. Mm-hmm. They they try to get the boards more. They go up the court mm-hmm. faster, man. Like, the the attention to detail is there. So I feel like this, man. His presence being out there, everybody is just going to come together, man. Slowly but surely. It, it's just going to take some time, man, to get on the boards, man. That That is our problem. Our main issue, mm-hmm.
1: though. What well, I mean, it's... it's um... We've all been talking about it for a couple months now of this team is better when Ja Morant is on it. And they have been missing a massive piece in Ja Morant. You don't think those players are, are thinking that? Even though they're all professionals and think they're great players, which they are great players, they can identify and say Ja is our franchise player. Ja is our guy, and so when you have him yeah. back after struggling, when you have him back on the court, of course everyone's gonna say, Yeah, I'm gonna run a little bit harder. I'm gonna I'm gonna, you know, maybe go a little you know, be a little tougher going for a rebound, I'm gonna play with a little more effort because we were all saying season starts yesterday. It do. We came in yesterday saying it season starts today. We came in two days ago going, season starts tomorrow. We yep. didn't care what happened against Oklahoma City the day before. We just cared about when John Morant comes back. They were thinking the same thing. They won six games this season. Yep. So when John Morant returns, it's a new season.
2: It's a new season, Brian, When when I tell you the presents, I know I know you were most likely paying attention to the post game as well, Brian, John Morant said he they were going to run a play, the game winning play for Jaron Jackson.
1: He wanted to run it to Jaron. He, he wanted, wanted to, he to run he wanted it, to, give Jaren. it up to Jaren. And they said no.
2: Desmond Bain and, and Taylor Jenkins. No, no, sir, you're not. Uh-huh. No, <laughs> you're, you're getting it.
1: You're winning this game.
2: And that alone just shows the belief in one another, the mm-hmm. belief in the team. His presence alone make a, a huge difference. and Desmond Bain, having Ja out there, Desmond Bain get a little more space to catch the ball on on, on for three, mm-hmm. hit a three, like everybody it helps just everybody out as a whole sure. man.
1: Absolutely. and so uh, it was fun having him back last night. It's fun um, seeing this team get a little. More healthy. Uh, obviously, they're not full strength yet, um, and they won't be full strength um, really the rest of the season yeah. because of Steven Adams yeah. going to be out all year. I do have an update um, that I'm keeping in my back pocket for what I learned today. Okay, um, but okay. A, a certain big man um, that uh, that hails from Gonzaga okay. uh, may be cl- somewhat close to a return and may have an ex- you know expected date for his return and might have been seen dunking today oh i'm excited dunking today so uh i'll talk about that uh at 545 was that a good enough tease that it was it was was good i I mean if you if you know what big man played at gonzaga in college and is out you're pretty much. You pretty much. You know press who it no is. way. But, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, but we need to get to a break. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about um, that bowl game last night, Marshall and UTSA. I want to talk about um, the upcoming bowl schedule for this week, and so we'll do that. Let's get to a break. Uh, we're talking bowls next on Sports Time.
0: Now, back to Sports Time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Stats-Norsworthy and Bryant Dacus.
1: So we had a lot of basketball last night. We've talked a lot about it. Tigers, a big win over Virginia. Grizzlies, a big win over over uh, uh, the Pelicans, yeah. but we also had a bowl game last night, Johnny, We did, and man. you we did. Um, have been really good picking bowl games um, to start the bowl season.
2: Hey, man, I've been hot been right. hot
1: you're what six and two or whatever um hey
2: yeah. yeah i'm what? six and two
1: <laughs> i didn't know if that was right one two three four five six seven eight yeah so six and two i didn't know i, I didn't know how many bowl games
2: i didn't played. know where you throwing shade away. I, I was not
1: throwing shade um so utsa marshall was last night in the scooters coffee frisco bowl yeah um these bowl games or the names of these bowl games are ridiculous um Last night, or so two days ago in Western Kentucky and Old Dominion, which was a heck of a game.
2: It was. It was amazing.
1: um, After the game, they had, like, uh, boxes just full of toast. Yeah, full of toast. And they were throwing the toast in the air and then making toast angels on the field. Yeah, which is ridiculous. That's, that's uh, kind of crazy. I mean, it, it, you know, it's it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. um, last night at the Scooters Coffee Frisco Bowl, when uh, UTSA won, they dumped coffee, coffee. on yeah. their coach. Um, Thank the Lord it wasn't It wasn't hot, yeah. Um, that was a bad joke, I'm sorry. Um, Chill out, but uh, UTSA, without Frank Harris, who we thought Frank Harris was going to be playing um, yesterday, early in the day, the line was like 12, 12 and a half. Yes, it was. UTSA, UTSA minus 12 and a half. And then when we were doing the show yesterday, I mean, it dropped from about 12, 13 to 8. It and, did, it um, did we were wondering why. Uh, we find out Frank Harris is going to be out. And so uh, I did not watch. I didn't see the very start of the game. I, didn't, I, got I home, didn't either. I didn't either. By the time I turned it on, it was second quarter, I think.
2: Yeah, I would say, yeah, because I got home, it was about the second, yeah, second quarter. Yeah, I think, I think it was about the second because
1: quarter. Because UTSA was on. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and so court. I was uh, I was at my girlfriend's house last night, and I turned it on, but I didn't have the sound on. I was just, you know, watching the game, and I see the camera goes up to Josh McCown. Yes, and it I did. Was like, it did. It did, What though. is Josh McCown doing at a UTSA Marshall game? I was so confused. I was like, maybe... You know, I don't know. I, I have no idea why he's it. Maybe he just lives there and wanted to watch football. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, his son. His son his, plays his, quarterback. His son is was the starting quarterback last night for UTSA. Mm-hmm. Now, Brett, John Harden, Dave Lotion. These are all people whose shows I've produced um, that I've talked to. Um, Greg and Eli, yeah. I, I've heard both of them. They'll sit here in the back, I can't believe so-and-so has a son who is the quarterback or playing at this school. And it's never hit me because I, you know, I'm so young. I mean, most of the people that have that are former players that have kids that are old enough to be in college, they were done playing before or, you know, were playing when I was really little. And yeah, so I don't remember true. them. I think the first one that I was like, oh, that's cool, was Kurt Warner's son, E.J. Warner, who was the that's, starting quarterback yeah. at Temple. Yeah. And I was still pretty young when Kurt Warner was was playing playing, but I remember I yeah, remember watching remember Kurt, Kurt Warner. Kurt, yeah. um, but l- last night was the first night that I was like, Josh McCown has a son that is old enough to be a starting quarterback in college. Too. I was shocked too. This is and then come to find out on the other side, Cole Pennington is the starting quarterback. Why does that name sound familiar? Because Chad. Chad Pennington's son. It's Chad Pennington's son. <laughs> I was like, what is what is happening? Um, and so it was a fun game. Uh, Marshall went up early in that game last night and led like fourteen nothing yeah. uh, before UTSA came back. And then UTSA eventually um, ended up going up big, winning the game thirty-five to seventeen. I um, I think we were still at dinner when that game started, yeah, so we were still I at dinner. live bet it at who'd you have. UTSA minus six and a half, oh, I you, think. Okay, okay. Um, and so I was kind of sitting there early, like, ooh.
0: ooh yeah
1: oh bad bet by me and then UTSA comes back and uh, and gets a good cover 35-17 to 17. Um, a big win for U- UTSA and, and Owen McCowan um, I thought played well you he, know, played, he played on yards 2 did touchdowns good. did have 2 interceptions one of them went on him it was kind of on the receiver yes he, um, he
2: bumbled it and fumbled mm-hmm. it and then ended up going to the defender's yeah hand. so
1: a really good win for UTSA um, a bowl win for the American Athletic Conference yeah, which, is, which yeah. is always fun always nice to see uh, but Looking ahead, and we're going to look more at these games um, in you know about 45 minutes or so when we look at lines for this week. Um, but we've got a game tomorrow night, uh, USF versus Syracuse at 7 o'clock on ESPN. Okay. Friday, we've got Georgia Tech, UCF. Then Saturday, we've got a bunch of games. Uh, Troy, Duke, Arkansas State, Northern Illinois, James Madison, Air Force, Georgia State, Utah State, South Alabama, Eastern Michigan, Utah, Northwestern, and Coastal Carolina, San Jose State.
2: Load it. It's a loaded it's a loaded bowl game.
1: Johnny some some jumps out to me.
2: Which one? James Madison?
1: The fact that we don't have a bowl game tonight. Oh yes. That that is shocking.
2: That That is shocking. I don't understand. That is very shocking. I don't I don't get it either, Brian, because out of all days today, man, I know college – we talked about it during the uh-huh. break. We, college basketball is a – Great home.
1: slate of college basketball. Yes, night. it's amazing slate really of college good basketball. Really Duke but, Baylor tonight. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a good um, one. Oklahoma is playing. They're That's going to be a good one. Um, late tonight is, is Alabama and Arizona. I mean, there's some really good games tonight. Um, you know, yeah. Oklahoma's playing North Carolina. Yeah. That's 11-7. verse um, That game's on ESPN tonight at 8 o'clock. I just don't understand how – we don't have I would I would like to see
2: out of the games you had said that James Madison tonight, that would be
1: probably good. You mean Saturday, football, James Madison. Yeah, I would Saturday. like to see it today. Oh, you'd like to see that yeah, today. I would like yeah. to see it today. No, I I agree with that. I'd like to see it today. Heck, move tomorrow night's game to tonight. Yes, you can USF do that. Syracuse. You can do that. I just don't know why we didn't have a ball game tonight. Seems like a great opportunity. Tomorrow night, Saints and Rams are playing football in the NFL. I get that games on Prime Video, but yeah. you're not you're not out you're looking not at out the viewing the NFL. NFL. You ain't them. That, you're not gonna that's, beat them.
2: That's that's a whole nother machine. So why not
1: in <laughs> in NBA tonight, I think we have a pair of games on NBA T V? So
2: it been the perfect. That's what I'm saying. It been the perfect opportunity. You could have easily. I, I would love to see James Madison today. But I That'd love. I, I'm That'd not.
1: I'm good. not mad about it because I love college basketball. Yeah, me too. And so it's not. But I'm like, I just. I just wish we had a a, a bowl game. Bowl game today. night would have been nice. Bowl game um, season. Let's see you. Yeah, it really. It, it would have been. Um, it, it would have made a lot of sense. But we don't got one tonight. We've got one tomorrow night, um, Friday, and then we'll have a lot of action on Saturday. But I mean, we're just talking about it. Slate of, of games on ESPN tonight, triple header on ESPN. Starts at 6 o'clock, 10th ranked Baylor at 21st ranked Duke. After that, you've got Oklahoma and North Carolina. That's 11 versus 7. Yeah. And then right after that game at 10 o'clock, Alabama versus number four ranked uh, Arizona. Yeah. That's a great slate tonight. Great.
2: It's amazing slate. It's a really
1: good slate. So I don't know, but uh, it will be a fun night, even without. Uh, But since we're talking college football, let's go ahead and get to a break. When we come back, we're going to stick with college football because David Cohn, the co-host of Crane & Company, he joins us next.